Hello, hello. Welcome to the Jarvis News, everyone. And welcome, Marco. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I must say off the top, I do have a special friend on the other, you know, to the side. So don't worry if you hear me. Kind of just be quiet for a minute. I'm listening to them. They're kind of important. Kind of? Quite important, actually. Oh, very good. Uh, so, we got lots. Yes, so much to talk about. So much happening. So, we got the Stanley Cup Finals. <sighs> Baby, a, what a... Since what the a last seat. Jarvis News, there's a lot to talk about. So... There's a lot of trades, a lot of that stuff going on. And we got a pay-per-view tonight, so we got to make our predictions or else my title will not be on the line. Yes, and I need I need to win. I tied during the last time we, we faced off during predicting the Eastern Conference. And we tied. And it hurts Yeah. Me. So it should be... Interesting here now. See what your prediction. I barely lost the Super Tuesday. Lost the first over or lost the first defense. <clears throat> Hurts. Hurts a lot. <laughs> that just means when you win, it'll be that much more satisfying. Oh, when I win, it's gonna be insane. I've I've got my predictions. But I'm going to change them up a little bit because I, I'm pretty sure what I have predicted is relatively, like, run-of-the-mill. It's probably going to happen, and you're probably going to pick the same. So I'm going to have to change it up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so let's get started. Read out the, the card, and I will uh, give you my predictions, and then you'll answer with yours. All right. Well, we're going to start with the pre-show. Okay. And I think the pre-show was the U.S. title match. So that's Bobby Lashley versus Lashley Apollo Crews. Lashley Apollo Crews. And I've got Bobby Lashley. I, I'd have to agree. I mean, the only he's, not way, losing, he's not losing that to Apollo. The only no way, way Apollo is winning this title is if, I think it's Cedric Alexander, correct? Yeah. I, if he faked out the hurt business, that's the only way it's happening. Well, there is another way. Retribution could Welcome get involved. Screw himself. <laughs> also, if you can't tell, I'm quite sick. Yeah, yeah. You were so. saying. So, yeah, yeah. pull this out of the bag because it's a big night and I'm going to win the championship tonight. All right, uh, so there's that match. Is that it for the kickoff show? I believe so, yeah. All right, so let's get to the main card. Uh, I guess we're going to start off with probably, please be match of the night, the ladder match, Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles. Who you got? You know, I, but WWE has this thing where whoever is standing up on the last Raw or SmackDown over their opponents ends up losing. So I'm going to go a bit off the charter here and say Sami Zayn. You're going to say Sami Zayn? I'm saying Sami Zayn just because 
of the fact, as I said, AJ was the last one standing on Friday night, and they hardly that same person wins on the pay-per-view. Now, I originally had Sami Zayn, but I'm going to go bold, and I'm going to change it, and I'm going to go Jeff. All right, we shall see. Moving on to the next match. I'm going to say the Raw Tag Team Titles. Uh, Angel and Ga- Angel Garza versus... Uh, <clears throat> oh, my. Just call the world <clears throat> the tanks. It's easier. The world the uh, tanks. That hunk of garbage versus Street name, Profits. Both. That's what we're going with. Yeah, world the tanks versus Street Profits. You're up first. Um... Uh, I'm gonna go with Street Profits. I've thought a lot about this match. Uh, you know, almost for me to take the World of Tanks seriously as a tag team, they need to win. Uh, they need to win this match. Not necessarily the titles, but they need to win the match in some form. Whether it be by a sketchy finish or be by a disqualification, uh, they got to win. So, for that reason, I'm going to go with the world of tanks on this one. Wow. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So, that's Shinsuke and Cesaro versus Lucha House Party. Oh, a bunch of jobbers fighting for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Uh, Monish Shinsuke. I don't see how Lucha House Party wins this. I'm going Shinsuke and Cesaro all day. Sorry, agreed. And I think Lucha House Party is going to split here. They have to. To be taken seriously, they have to. Got to. It just makes the most sense. Next match. Uh, let's go SmackDown Women's Championship. SmackDown Women's title. Bailey, Bailey versus, versus Nikki Cross. I've got a shocker here. I'm saying Nikki Cross. Because Banks is going to come back, cost Bailey the match. One, two, three. No, but see, I respect the opinion, and that's a very good analogy of what you think will happen. But I kind of see a similar situation. But I don't think Sasha Banks is wise enough to do that. I think her emotions will get the best of her, and she'll attack Bailey. Therefore, Disqualifying Nikki Cross, therefore Bailey will retain the women's championship. Ooh. That is my pick. Bailey's gonna retain the title because Sasha Banks is too much of a redhead to keep her emotions in tech in check. She's gonna get caught, and Nikki Cross is gonna be very disappointed that Bailey didn't actually beat her. And therefore, we got something going forward, maybe a little triple threat that Nikki Cross can take the title sometime in the future. 
Because let's be realistic. Nikki Cross deserves it. Please. Oh, I'm not saying she Love doesn't. Christ. But the storyline to me tells me tonight they're, they're kind of all there, which kind of tells me I don't, I don't think it's her night. And not because she can't beat Bailey, but because Sasha Banks won't be able to keep it in check. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, yeah, so I could see a triple threat at the next pay-per-view. Pardon, <laughs> what'd you say? Sorry. I got caught up. Next match? Yeah, next match. All right. Uh, let's go right off. Women's title. Asuka versus... Selena Vega. So- Selena Vega. What people don't know, Selena Vega is actually one hell of a talented wrestler. She uh, is fantastic. She, have you seen her stuff like when she's not been in the WWE, like other promotions? She is amazing. <laughs> we're, I have seen her a lot, but I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna see a good match tonight, but listen to me very carefully, everyone. Now that Becky Lynch is no longer on the active roster at the moment, and she won't be for a while, Asuka is is the best women's wrestler on the planet. No one is beating her unless their names are Nia Jack or Shayna Baszler. So, Selena, I'm sorry. But you don't have what it takes. You're gonna lose. Agreed. I 100% agree. Oscar here. Next match. Uh let's let's save the best for last. Let's go WWE Championship match. So we're looking McIntyre Orton. Gross. This is gonna be an awful match. In an ambulance match, though. Yeah, but I'm so <clears throat> sick of this. They, they... Now I have a great idea for this. Yeah, you shoot first, because uh, yeah. I got it here. Well, uh, I'm going to say Orton's going to take it. The only reason why is because he's going to... Basically, they're going to try and take it off him, just so that way Drew still doesn't look weak. Yeah. But that way they can still take the belt off him, move Randy to WrestleMania, maybe with a feud with Edge, maybe at the Rumble with Edge, and then leave that on to Drew winning the Rumble again, bring it back at WrestleMania, Drew wins at WrestleMania with hopefully fans in the arena. Yeah. Well, my thought on all of it is I agree with you. Orton's taking it tonight. As much as I don't want Orton to have it, it it's Orton who's taking it. And the, You're an asshole. Because... And the only reason I'm thinking he's taking it, Drew McIntyre is walking in with a bullseye as big as a planet on his face against Randy Orton. He has a broken jaw, and he's fighting Randy Orton. We know what's going to happen. Drew's just going to try and beat the holy crap out of him. He's going to get satisfied, but he's going to be the good guy, and he's not going to he's not going to be able to hit the final move to really take Randy out. And Orton's going to get up, hit an RKO, then punch kick him, throw him in the ambulance, match over. Yeah. 
you know it's true. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely think that uh I'm going I'm with you, Orton. Uh, universal title match. You shoot first because I know what you're gonna say. Well, I like the whole storyline here. This is an amazing storyline. I like cheeky stuff like this. So, uh, the whole thing of Roman being the tribal chief and that Uso just sits at his table. I love that, and I love how Uso's kind of like, "Nah, man." I'm here, I'm for real, I'm taking that belt from you. But at the end of the day, just like I said when he faced Fiend and Strowman for the title, last pay-per-view, this is another must-win situation for Roman Reigns. Roman cannot lose this match because he, he won't be taken seriously if he does. So Reigns needs to destroy Uso and he move really on. Has. I I would like it if he completely destroyed Uso and then now follow me here Alexa Bliss's music hits she comes out she stares a dead hole through him the lights go out fiend mandible claw and that's how the pay-per-view ends oh you know there's something going on with Alexa and the fiend I did see that yep so I, I would like that a lot. That is smart booking. People would go nuts. I would go nuts. Even though I said it could happen. It is still crazy. Yeah. I I gotta agree with you there. I think so you're saying it's gonna be a DQ? Not necessarily not narrowly just DQ, but Reigns. It's just going to obliterate him. Whether pinfall submission or he gets disqualified, Reigns is going to obliterate Are you saying the Fiend's going to come out after the fact or during the match? No, not during. Not during. (laughs) So Reigns is going to beat Jey Uso to a pulp. You get me? Like, he's going to spare him 10 million times. (laughs) The whole thing is they're both Samoan, so it's not going to be one spare to do it. If so, that's stupid. Everyone knows yeah. Samoans are the toughest wrestlers out there. But when it comes to it and the match is over and Uso's getting some help, Alexa Bliss's music's going to hit. So she's going to come out and Reigns is going to think well, what the hell is going on? And the lights will go out and then the Fiend will attack him with the mandible claw and put him out. And that's how we'll end. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, I'm going to say Reigns is going to win too. I think it's going to be total domination. I There's literally nothing wrong with your statement. If they do it like that, that's literally perfect. But knowing Vince, they'll find a way to screw it up. Yeah. Sorry if you can hear me drinking. I got an ice cap and... It's quite delicious. (laughs) So that's it for the wrestling. This victory. You know damn well it's going to be a victory. It's going out to Mia. Yeah. No, I'm going to win this title here, and this one's going out to Mia. So 
So how many matches did we disagree on? Three? Uh-huh. Three. So there is... The triple threat. The triple threat. Yep. I said cross. And I said Bailey. Okay, that's two. I think we disagreed on one more. There was one more. There had to be. Great on us. Taxi. 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 Oh, it's the world to tanks versus. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So oh. those three. Gotcha. And we agreed on everything else. So. Yeah. And I like the There's... fact that you didn't take the belt from me right away. Because that would have made me look like a weak first champion. I like the fact that it's like going to give you a challenge and it's going to be like a surprise whenever you do beat me. I'm not going to beat you forever. We're both just too good. You know, we'll go back and forth type of deal. Yeah. Right? But so what? Now to get into some big hockey news. So I, I took... I started my reign at what? SummerSlam? Yep. SummerSlam, okay, yeah. But I've had and I've tried to three times. title defenses, including tonight's? Yeah. Okay. It's not bad if you take it from me tonight, right? Like, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, lots in hockey news, so if you want to start. Uh, I'm going to start with some Leafs news. Uh, you, you talk about Paul McClang, right? Yes. As assistant coach? Yeah, sorry to yes. take it from I hate that guy. I really do. <laughs> I also hate that guy. And genuinely, I'm not going to watch hockey this year, I don't think. I'm not going to watch the Leafs. They might, I, I'm going to tell you, they might be really bad. That defense, I don't know if it year. can hold up. I really, They're gonna I'm, be I'm really game. iffy on it. You know, I understand the whole thing is offense and you outscore your opponents. I get it. And it does yeah. work in the regular season. But I don't know. It's just Tyson Berry Especially- won't be back. Cody CC, you know, iffy. Uh, I don't know if the Morgan Riley's up in a year. So, you know. And I've heard Freddie's Robert, gone. I've heard uh, Petrangelo. The Leafs are going to be big on him, but he's looking for ten. Where are we going to find this ten million? That's what I was getting to. I don't think because if we can pay him ten million, why aren't we paying Freddie? <laughs> Amen. Amen. And you know what's so funny? I uh, speaking of ten million dollars, so. In Canadians news, Jeff Petrie has been signed. I love the whole signing. It's it's great. Four years, six point two five. I have a little bit of a gripe with the money. It's more than fair for the numbers he puts up. Exactly. I feel like it could have been a bit lower. (sighs) Man, I don't think people realize his value to that team. Like. This guy could have easily made eight, nine million on the open market. Yeah. Like that he could have made Petrangelo money. Like people don't realize he's an elite defenseman. 
There are only I looked up the other day. There are only five or six other defensemen that put up the numbers that he does through the past three seasons, and they're all freaking all stars. Brett Burns, Victor Hedman, Roman Yossi, Alex Petrangelo. That's it. <laughs> that the list yeah. ends there for guys that put up ten plus goals and forty plus points in the past three seasons in a row. That is a great contract for Mark Bursman. Yeah. Now, granted, he'll be 37 by the time it ends, or close to it. But, because the contract doesn't kick in this year. Kicks in next year. So, even still, I don't think he'll dip off. I don't think he's... He's not Weber. Like, that's not going to be a concern. Yeah, that's that's a rough deal. Uh... I don't know. I feel like he's going to be a, where he's going to be a bit older. I don't know, but <laughs> sorry, but yeah, I think it's great idea, great contract. The term's great. The money, oh, yeah. in my opinion, is also great. But that, and that's much? just the thing. I I've heard from a couple of people, including you, that they don't really like the money or it's a little high. Uh, to me, and my response is. Okay, if he went to the open market, he'd probably ask for eight, maybe nine. Yeah. Uh, Mark Burzvent saved more than $2 million on, on a contract that is is up there for friendly, in my opinion, in the entire league. And next year, he'll only make 5.5. So, yeah. That's as far as those type of defensemen go, they don't grow on trees, you know? No, they don't, no. He was literally... Top three on our team in scoring this year. Really? Yes. You had Gallagher, you had Tatar, you had Gallagher, and you had Petrie. Yeah. So it tells yeah. you his value, not just to our team, but other teams have struggled mightily to get him off the score sheet. I mean, Pittsburgh must hate him. <laughs> Three games in the in the playing, and he got the game winner in two of them. You got to be kidding me! <laughs> I think it's a great contract, and that that solidifies your defense for the next four seasons, right? It, that means you don't have to rush studs like Kale Flurry and Josh Brook, which are going to be big pieces to our defense going forward. Yeah. Uh, what else is in the news of hockey? Uh, well, Dallas survived last night. Barely. Yeah, that's what the playoffs all about. Finding a way. Goals from one goal from Pavelski and two from Corey Perry. Unlikely sources, but hey, you know that's kind of Pavelski went off. Man. I thought when Sergachev scored that goal early in the third, I thought to myself, thought it that's it. That's it. Yeah. The Cubs being won tonight. But no, with like less than five minutes to go, Pavelski says, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to tie it up. And then in double overtime, like 45 minutes later, Corey Perry again with a sick goal.
So, yeah, game six goes tomorrow night. It should be fun. No, I did say, at the beginning, I did say Tampa in six. I said, at this, when the final started, I said Tampa's going to take it in six. Now, (laughs) this kind of leads up to what we both said. So, you said Tampa Bay in six before the series started. But before game three, I said the winner of that would win the cup. And I stand by that. And that wasn't me just shooting some dumbass from the hip. That no, that was me looking into the teams and their past couple of years when it comes to the playoffs. Well, Tampa just this year, but uh, Dallas last year. And both teams in Game 3 were really good and did really well in the playoffs in general. So, you know, it's a turning point for both teams when it comes to Game 3. And, you know, that turned the tide for Tampa against Boston, you know. And it's turned the tide here, but will we see a Game 7? Who knows? But even if there is a Game 7, I don't think Dallas is going to win. Because they're spending so much energy just to tie it up again. They just might be out of gas. You see how many injured players they had going into game five. It's not going to get any easier. Yeah. Yeah, I I could see Tampa. Sorry, not Tampa. Dallas, I could see him bringing it out game seven, but I doubt it. That's the question that's got to be asked. Did they put all the effort they had left to extending the series one more game? Now, if they lose, it's respectable. But even still, did they expend all the energy that's left? Mm. It's a question that's that's got to be asked. Look at their injured list compared to Tampa. Tampa's nearly 100% healthy. Nearly. Well, yeah, but... (laughs) <laughs> let's be honest, they don't need him. <laughs> but, like, I feel like the only reason why they played him, the only reason they played him is just so that way he can say he, he was in the playoffs, so that means he can still claim the cup. Yes. That's why they that played him, and he didn't even play 10 minutes. So he could claim the cup. He's played 7-15 out of a whole game. So he didn't yeah, play and that's a whole all he needed to play just long enough so he could get on the stat sheet of some way. Yep. And boom, he's off. He can claim the cup when it comes down to it. Right. I was in the playoffs. I scored a goal. I helped my team. I'm the captain. Give him a cup. Yep. Which would be his second. Most people don't know Stamp Coast was on the team that won in 04 as well. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He was drafted that year, wasn't he? He was drafted the year before. So in 03, uh, he was drafted. He played in 04 and won the cup. Yeah. Now, that team was really good. That They had St. Louis. Was, Which oh. I still have a signed puck from, if you don't know. Man, he St. Louis was really good. And Stamkos has had an amazing career. Yeah. But... Uh, I think if Tampa wins the cup, 
now that Stamkos' name would be on it because he has played, uh, he's a Hall of Famer if they win. Yeah. I think he's a Hall of Famer already, no matter what. Well, he would just be solidifying himself as a Hall of Famer. It's debated whether he is or not type of thing, but this would solidify. There'd be no questions. Hall no of Famer all day. You know, uh, I think they will. It's just a matter of time. Whether it's tomorrow night or whether it's Wednesday night, Tampa's going to win the cup. Yeah. And if they don't, that's one hell of a performance from Dallas. Yeah. Who deserve it? Goddamn Pavelski almost needs this. <laughs> he almost yeah. needs this cup to solidify his legacy. His Hall of Fame career, let's be honest. That's what I'm saying. He's already a Hall of Famer, no questions asked. But he... But this will guarantee. He needs this. Like, Urkel, a lot of people don't understand. This is the only asterisk left to Pavelski's name. No Stanley Cup. So, what do you do? Same with... He joined Dallas. they, They could be two games away. From the cup, but or they're a game from being eliminated. Yeah, you know, they, this. Can you imagine going into the Hall of Fame? You've done this, 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 and this. You're the best American playoff performer in NHL history. But, but you didn't win a cup. You didn't win a cup. The same thing was said about Ovechkin for years. The yeah. same thing continues to be said about Price. It. You know, it's such an asterisk. Like, Carey Price has won everything a goalie can win, except the so cup. So, you know, that that's just the way it is. <clears throat> but, uh... But, I... I really hope Pavelski gets it. Pavelski deserves it. Pavelski deserves it. But, uh, in my opinion... I'm going a bit off uh, t- topic here, but Victor Hedman's already a Hall of Famer in my book. But uh, uh, this cup would pretty well solidify it for him as well. So you can take a player from each side and say, well, well, you know, this could solidify who they are. Corey Perry really doesn't need this. He won the cup already. He's won everything you, you can win. But uh Pavelski's still searching. He he needs this. Now, did you hear his interview the other night after uh, after, after he won the or after he broke the record? He just said, "Keep it." Yeah, he tied like, the record, he, he, and they said, "You know what? Keep." He's like, "Keep it," and he didn't mean any disrespect to the to to the person no. who held it before him, but he cares about winning and winning only, and yeah. that's you know. He's kind of like me. If you break records, who gives a fuck? But if you win Stanley Cup, you'll be remembered forever. Yeah. Do you think Gretzky would be as famous as he was if he didn't win a cup? Hell no. Yes. <laughs> no. I think he would be. Because you're, you're forgetting the amount of points he had. The, the points, yeah. But there would be an asterisk next to his name. That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. 
it so very much does. It's like, oh yeah, you're the great greatest player to ever play. Oh, except you didn't win the cup. <laughs> I it I don't think it matters matter. in my opinion. You gotta look at some great players who've never won cups, and it doesn't matter. Their legacy is still just as big. <laughs> the biggest one to me is Jerome McGinley. Never won a cup. Never won a cup, but that's the asterisk next to his name. Great hockey player, but you never did this. You but know, his legacy was the last thing on the many other cup winners. And he had a great legacy, but it was it always will miss something. And that drives the best of us mad. Look, there, there are just certain things. Like for me, you know, it sounds silly, but Street Jam is actually a pretty big deal. Because I've yeah. won everywhere I've been, except with this team that we've created somehow. I've never won with this team. And that's my asterisk. So, you know, it, it is important. Well, big night tonight. It certainly is. It certainly is. You got anything else? I'm running a blank. So, I don't really have anything else to add to other than uh, I like where the Canadians are headed. Their defense looks great. Uh, The Allen and Price is a one-two punch. I'm loving that. Uh, That's that's not even like he's a backup, really. He's, you know. In my opinion, he's a starter. Well, yeah. And this is great. Where, okay, we can give Price all the rest he wants. And Allen can come in and, you know, be a god, which he is. And, you know, perform. You forget he stole the starting job from Jordy Bennington in the playoffs. Not an easy thing to do, but he did it nonetheless. Jordan Bennington is easily a top 10 goalie over the past couple of seasons in the NHL. Yeah, agreed. And he stole that position, that starting yeah. position from Jordy Bennington. Now, that being said, I like this also for another reason. This means that the game's price plays have to be good or else, like, there was never a threat to his position. I like the fact that Allen presents a threat Mm -hmm. because Carey Price plays at his best when his job is on the line, and his job has not been on the line since 2010. I'm sorry. El Montoya was good, but he wasn't... It wasn't near the level to bump Price out of the crease. And now, now he's got some real competition. That's what I'm saying. That's what I've wanted. And I was hoping Lingren would become that. There, there were, like, five, six years ago, Lingren was hyped up. And he was really good. But he kind of fell off, and he continued to fall. And I don't think he'll ever get back to how good he once was back in, like, 14 2014, yeah. he was really good. But, uh, <laughs> finally, yeah, I... someone to challenge Price. Now, you're taking a look at 
The left side of Montreal's D is pretty good. You know, Romanoff is going to play next year. And, you know, if you don't play well, you don't play. And that's the whole thing. The only weakness Montreal has now is getting someone that's a game changer up front. And they got their centers. They're good there. But they need someone like a Taylor Hall who has the ability to change the game in the way that it's going. They, they need someone like that. Every good team has one of those. Yeah, he just needs to, needs to leave Arizona. Yeah. That he does. Going to. Oh, yeah. Along with Phil Kessel and Edmund Larson. Uh, they're all leaving. And Darcy Kemper's leaving, too. It's a matter of time. <laughs> but where are they going to go? Uh, Darcy Kemper's been linked to Edmonton, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Larson's been linked to almost half the league. <laughs> Phil Kessel has been linked <laughs> to Montreal. Uh, but I don't want him. Uh, Bring him back home. Bring him back to Toronto. The Leafs don't have room for him. Uh, what make room? Your top six is as good as it can be. I Phil Kessel won't want to play third line. I uh, guarantee if he's playing with the players that we have, he'll play third line. That's my point. Phil Kessel is still a top six talent. So I disagree. I totally disagree. He's slow. He's slowed down quite a lot. He's a maybe. He gets his 50 points. That's, you know. Imagine 50 points as a third liner. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. But I don't think he'd want to play third line. To be honest, he was playing sometimes top line in Arizona. So I'm not so I, sure. I, I don't think he's good enough for top line anymore. Oh, I agree. Absolutely agree. And he's I don't a third think he's one. a top six forward either. But no. I just don't think he'd want to. He's kind he's of like Ilya Kovalchuk in a sense that he can't do his best work on the fourth and third line. He, no. he's, he needs the time and he needs to be on the ice to contribute. That's just who he is. He's a shooter. And that's. Missing in Montreal, obviously. A lot of really great playmakers that can shoot, but don't. And, you know, I feel like Drew and Suzuki got some chemistry going. They kind of just need that third person that can fit in with that. Yeah. Now you saw what they did in Game 6 against Philly, even though they lost. That's, you know... It happens, but it, happens. it just needs someone to fit in there. I could see, I hate to say it, but trade Armia. <sighs> He's up in a year's time. And, trade him when you still can. And you can you trade him when you can and trade him when he has high value. He's coming off of the now. best season in his career. So, this is probably the best time to trade him because if you don't trade him now, he's going to go for free. Right. <laughs> And you do not want to lose an, an Armia for free. He's one of my favorite players on the team, and I would hate to see him go. But 
I got a feeling that Canadians are strong in on Taylor Hall, which is going to take up a fair amount of the cap space they have left. Uh, I can definitely see... I definitely see uh, them being strong in on Taylor Hall. He's what they need. Someone who can shoot, score, and, you know, be a game changer. That's kind of why they went after Kovalchuk, because he could shoot the puck. But they're not going to bring him back. No. He's done now. You think? You know, he was so, so low when he was in L.A. that they bought him out. Uh, he was so high in Montreal that we actually ended up getting a third for him. Uh, but he went back to Washington, and he almost went as low as he was in L.A. So, yeah, that's you two also out of three teams that hasn't like worked. He's Crosby's age. I know, but it, it, he's he. How can you not make it work when you're on a power play with Ovechkin? Huh? Something to pick up at home. I don't get it. Like, how how does that not work when you've got T.J. Oshie, Nicholas Backstrom, Alexander Ovechkin, Elvgeny Kuznetsov? John Carlson, all these guys that can pass you the puck, and you you can't make it work. Even their guys that play third and fourth line are a lot better than a lot of teams' third and fourth lines. So they got Jake for ten and playing third line, which is ridiculous to me. That's top six anywhere else. He's really good. A lot of people just haven't watched him play. Uh, how do you not make it work? Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be a, kind of like a special kind of stupid for that not to work. And he was. He put including the play or the round robin, the playoffs, and the regular season games he played with them. He scored only once. So he ended up playing fifteen games of regular season, four of round robin. And five playoff games. And one goal. Yeah. For a guy that is expected to score, that's awful bad. Don't you think? Yeah, that's rough. The regular season, I can kind of blow it off. It's not a big deal. They're making playoffs anyway. But round robin? that That's where it stops for me. Got to score. And in the playoffs, I got no time for a guy that's supposed to score and doesn't. Uh, you know, Ovechkin was pretty well the only guy who scored in that series for Washington, if you take a look at that. And, yeah. you know, Ovi, I don't know if he's going to resign with them come next year. Nah, he's going to. He's going to be a one-man. He's going to be a one-team man. But you're looking at... There was already a contract offered to him. And a damn good one. Eight years for $10 million a year, and he declined. It offered security, and it offered money. The two things that you want. And he was like, nah, I don't want it. 
he might want to give it up. I don't think so. Like he's getting up there at all. He he's <laughs> he's came he's came out and said he wants to win another cup. And him but not where signing, really... him not accepting that type of offer tells me that he thinks Washington is no longer that team. Because it's really not. He he is he wrong? No, but if he wants to win a cup, he's going to have to go elsewhere. And they won't trade him. I promise. They will not trade him. They're so stubborn. They can't. That's the same guy that owns the Washington Wizards. So they will not trade him. Even if it's better to do so, they will let him walk for nothing than to trade him and get what would be unimaginable assets. Can you imagine the draft picks and the prospects you could get for him? You can get, like, two first-rounders, a second, and some really nice players. Right? Like, that would help the team going forward in the long run. You know? Yeah. I could see Ovechkin playing another few years yet, but it's better to give him up and get stuff back than it is to give him up and get nothing. Yep. Now, I could be wrong. This could be – it could be the length of the contract he doesn't like. It could be the money. I doubt it is $10 million. But uh, it's probably Because he's got to be in his 30s now. It's, it's mind-boggling, the fact that he turned it down after all this time in Washington. So I'm very interested like, to see where it goes. That's all I got to say, really. I just figured it was interesting. Yeah. No, I just saw it recently. Well, I think... Kind of like, huh? He didn't. He he wouldn't sign that. How interesting. Uh, I'm gonna check how old he is. Thirty-three, thirty-four. <laughs> he is thirty-five. Yeah. So, eight years. He'd be 43 if he takes that eight years. Yeah. <clears throat> no, he's probably going to go to 40. So, he's probably looking for five years. More than that. I'd say around 10 million. Yeah, probably. Uh, I do have to ask... Uh, course, when talking about Ovechkin, can he break the record? No. You don't think so? Nope. Why do you think that? Nope, not at all. He's already at seven. Nope, he's not getting there. He'll get third, he'll get third, maybe second. Well, he's still shooting the puck really good, Urkel. Yep. I know. He'll get third, maybe second. What's the record? 894? Something like that. He's not far off. Yes. We'll disagree on that one. I think he can. It won't be by much, but he'll get there. Especially if he plays five more seasons, he'll get there. And that's saying he's going to have to score 50 goals a season. 
Okay, he nearly did this year. He would have. He's at 48. Like, taking the Rocket Richard is still a handful to do to take it from Ovechkin. You got to have a really good ass year. David Pasternak was scoring goals like crazy and still couldn't beat him. He had to tie. Which is insane, if you think about it. <laughs> like, people talk about Ovechkin and what's a bad year? 40 goals. That's, that's insane. Uh, you know, a really good year is 60. Which he's done. Uh, twice. So, cool. you know. And tonight we can see if Miami... <clears throat> Make it to the finals. This would have to be considered another upset if they do win this series. Oh, have to. After Boston beating the Raptors? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to call it here because my voice is starting to give out. All right, man. Uh, well, we'll be watching uh, the pay-per-view tonight. be watching those three matches in particular. And, yeah. Peace out. See y'all.